0: It is the 1st of October. So we're leaving September behind us. Uh, I've got a few notices to begin with. Uh, apparently Fiona found these quite groovy glasses here in the church this, uh, this morning. So if these belong to anybody. Uh, they're not clean at the moment, so uh, maybe by the end of the service they will be clean. I, I don't know. know. But I'll just put them there, if they belong to anybody. Uh, said so a few notices... Um, just by almost an instantaneous carrier, this morning we've got our October Milford Crossroads. Uh, those of you who have been in the church for some time uh, will know that there is some money uh, that is taken for this magazine. It's got all sorts of different things in there. Um, I'm going to be talking to the editor very soon. There's nothing about me in here. So I'm gonna, So if you want to uh, put a down payment, and I'm very cross about that. Uh, so I'm going to rectify that. There'll be about at least two pages about me, hopefully, in November issue. So we'll sort that one out. So, uh, but in all seriousness, if you'd like to uh, get a copy of this, I think they're out in the foyer there. But somehow we're to get £3.20 to the Milford Vicarage. Uh, for some of you who know that we pay a subscription for that. So if you'd like to either start getting this for a year or you'd like to carry on, just make sure that there's £3.20 left at the vicarage. And if you don't know what that means, just talk to someone who's going to pick up one and has got one to find out how we pay for that. So that's that. That'll be really good. Um, Another notice from me is, please would you um, look at the uh, Milford Baptist uh, newsletter. Uh, I believe it's been sent out to us via email. We've got paper copies out at the side. Um, Just to draw your attention, please to the uh, AGM that we've got on the 15th of October. Uh, this is our AGM where we'll be looking back, looking at the present and looking forward. Please can you continue to pray for CLT as I've had uh, quite a few meetings with different people in the last few weeks about the youth ministry. I know many of us want to, uh, to see that continue. So please would you continue to pray for us at CLT. Pray for us as a church, because as a church, there are some big challenges coming with uh, calling someone to continue and to build on the youth work that James and Becky and Lorraine and many of you have done over the years. So we want to pray god 's leading and his guiding about that, so we can continue to pray uh, for CLT and also for that meeting where there'll be an exercise and i 'll explain more to you about that on the 15th but no worries, just bring a pen with you it'll be great um, also, just to bear in mind uh, if you'd like to contact me um, on a 24-7 basis you're more than welcome to um, either by phone, 419191 it's at the bottom of the sheet but also you can uh, go online I'm at uh, Pastor at gmail.com so you can get to me any time, any place, anywhere in the world So, there you go. So, let's also remember, please, to stay connected. Did you get that? There you go. (laughs) All right. Okay, so, um, let us just still our hearts and to ask God to help us in this time of reflection together. Psalm 145 says, I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another and they will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty and I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. Let us stand to sing in a moment, Father, we love you. And as we do that, if some of has some volunteers to uh, come around and collect these. Uh, Canisters or the cans that'll be lovely. Here in Milford Baptist Church, uh, we give to various charities. But if you're a regular giver, there's also a box for the work of the church at the back where it says fire extinguisher. There's a brown box uh, where you could put some money in there as well. So let's stand to sing this beautiful chorus this morning.
1: Gracias. Gracias.
0: dear loving father we just thank you for being able to glorify you this day we thank you lord for bringing us together united in faith and a love for you lord we pray that you would lead us and guide us as we reflect on your word lord we thank you for the week that has passed help us to know lord that you are with us all the time Lord, we thank you for your blessings toward us. We thank you, Lord, for those moments where we can be still and know that you are God. As we set aside this time this morning, Lord, we just ask for those who are in need, who need a special touch from yourself. Lord, we're mindful, Lord, that we're able to come and worship you in this place. Lord, we ask your blessing to be on our friends and our family, wherever they are at this time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you have a Bible with you, um, I'd like you please to turn to Ephesians uh, chapter 1. Failing that, you can look at the screen above my head. So we've got three verses to look at this morning. And it goes like this. I'll read from the screen okay so i keep asking that the god of our lord jesus christ the glorious father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better i pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope of which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength. Okay, exactly, that's where it ends. And then it goes on to say, which he, exe- which he exerted in Christ okay, when he raised him from the dead okay, and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. So just backing up a little bit, I'd like to just, if I could, I know we read from 17, but I want to just read to you from verse uh, 15. And it says, for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus... And your love for all the saints. I have not stopped giving thanks for you. Remembering you in my prayers. Let's just bow our heads for prayer please. Dear Lord we thank you for your word. Lord we thank you for Paul who wrote it to the Ephesian church. Lord help us just this morning just to reflect on a number of things that will just help us in our prayer life. To help us to... Get to know you better, and we ask this in Jesus' name and for your glory, Amen. Amen. Well, as I said at the end of the service, that's it. October, September, that's it. We've done it. Prayer, prayer. And I thought during the week, I have to reflect on my prayer life. I'd like you this morning to uh, reflect on your prayer life. At NBC, we've had this focus for prayer. Today, we're concluding the uh, national weekend for prayer. And we've got uh, different prayer requests from Secrets, and we've got them from other places as well. I think, Lynn, last week, you gave us an opportunity to list on pieces of paper people who we either know who do, who do not know Jesus. And I just would like this morning to encourage us, really, and I hope you can just forgive my funny sense of humour at times, but in Ephesus, something says to me, if there was a port, there may well have been a seaside. Okay? So just follow me on this one, just for a moment. Okay? So I'd like to suggest to you that if there was someone there selling sticks of rock, as they do at seasides, apparently, there's sometimes if you feel like a name of the place put through a stick of rock. Are you following me? Okay? So I was just imagining this week, as I do, what would Paul's, if you like, one word to describe Paul running through Paul? I think it would be prayer, because in verses 15 to 17. He just gives us an, an equation. Now, those of you who are mathematical will know if you put something plus something, it's going to equal something. All right? So, bearing that in mind, the outcome that Paul wants for the Ephesian church is for them to know God better. And if we ask that question for ourselves, how can we know God better for ourselves, We want to spend time in prayer to God. So I was beginning to think about this, and I thought, for Paul, he practices prayer. He also describes for us some of the processes for prayer. So the idea of practicing and also the process for prayer equals the outcome, which actually for all of us, like Paul, which I think this prayer, if you read, verses 15 to 17. is a very personal prayer. Remember, he's praying from prison. He doesn't pray for himself, but he prays to his glorious Father that they might have this revelation that God is their Heavenly Father and we can know him better. As I began to think about the practice for Paul, I think he actually gives us A little insight in his life to how he actually uh, practiced prayer. You can read verses fifteen to seventeen, and it gives us this idea where he does actually. He's a person who's a man who's of enormous thankfulness, but he also actually puts in petitions and he asks God for prayer and for people. I like leaving with this thought that Paul. Talks to God about people, and Paul talks to people about God. I don't know about you, but now we're in October, I'm reflecting on my prayer life. And some of us might think back to the greats that there were, who many years ago, down through the years, have had a heart for prayer, who have actually seen revival. And I just sometimes thought to myself, where does that revival come from? I believe it comes from us as individuals. The secret of prayer is praying in secret, someone once said. And some of us maybe want to just to know God better. And having that quiet time, having that moment where you can talk to God in that quiet place is so important. So Paul was someone who practiced prayer. Secondly, there was a process. Paul never stopped praying. He constantly prayed. He said, I'm remembering you in my prayers, he says, in verses 15, 16, and 17. And he was praying something for the church. He was actually praying that the church, and you can read it in verse 16, it says... I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. And that isn't just a head knowledge of knowing more about God, but that is asking God to help us understand things of God, the truths of God, in a more deeper way. And I think prayer is a learning process. And you might say, Ian, I don't really like learning. I don't really like spending time to learn things. Well, here's a thought for you. Is prayer listening? Is it always coming to God and talking to him? Are there moments in our lives where we can think and pray and just listen? Um, I used to start maybe showing some stories from school and you might hear a few I'm so I'm sorry about that but I can remember saying to my students once I gave them a silly challenge the Forsyth challenge it used to be I went something like this I want you to wake up in the morning and I want you to think about what is the first sound that you hear in the morning how do you get up in the morning I said to the students, I don't want to know <laughs> But I'm just trying to get them to think. And for me, I'll be honest with you, my alarm goes off or a nudge. But most importantly, I've been having to correct myself just recently. Do I reach for my tablet? I'll rephrase that the mechanical device beside like the bed. <coughs> yeah? My iPad, just to advertise a moment. But, you know, where do I, what are my opening thoughts? Are they, thank you, Lord, for this new day? And I have to confess in front of you all, they're not always that. They're not always that. But we get into a routine. So what's our process? Okay. How can we change what we have done? As I'm asking you about your September, now mm-hmm. October, Ian, what are you going to change in your process of getting to know God better? And that's a challenge for all of us, I think, isn't it? To think about, can we just do a little change? Is there something that we're doing that we can just say, Lord, would you just help me with this? Just a little change. And then we go on to looking at the outcome. We all want to know God better. And I think that this is a very personal prayer for Paul, because he does actually say at the end of the day, right in verse 17, I keep on asking the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. And I think I've begun to understand prayer. Prayer is about change, but many of us A bit like starting to run a marathon. I haven't run a marathon. However, when you talk to people who have actually run marathons, they do say they have to make a start, they have to put a plan together, and they have to probably keep to it as best they possibly can if they want to run a marathon. I'm not asking you and I to run a marathon, but what I am asking us to do is to look at Paul's words and to think for ourselves about our prayer life. How can we continue to walk with God so that in the years ahead, we can look back like others and say, Lord, you've used me in this way. Thank you. You've answered my prayers. There will be times where we are praying and we won't get the immediate answer. And that's why I think there is a Process There's a journey that we're going on. So if we think this morning about prayer, the practice and the process and the outcome. Paul was someone who was very sacrificial and he prayed from prison so that these people in Ephesus were in actual fact, know God better. I think that's an amazing testimony. We're going to, as I said last week, uh, look at... Um, A film clip, if um, Ian could put it up on the screen in a moment, and it was actually entitled Greatest Hallelujah. I'd like you just to spend a few moments uh, watching this and listening to uh, this new hymn, chorus, which has been written, Um, and just allow just some of the words, just to, to listen to them. That's a new song for us. Um, Some of you maybe might be more familiar uh, with with the words of this hymn, which uh, I just uh, had a thought about this week. And it it goes like this. And sometimes in uh, my prayer time, I'm using maybe some of the old and the new hymns and choruses. Some of you may remember this famous hymn that was written. It is well with my soul when peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. My sin, or the bliss of this glorious thought, my sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross, I know bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Oh, my soul. Let's just bow our heads for prayer. Father God, we thank you for the seasons that we have in our lives. We thank you for winter, for spring, for summer and for autumn. Lord, as we set aside our prayers and thankfulness for today, we just thank you, Lord, for the initiative of the National Prayer Weekend. And, Father God, we just remember in prayer our families, that they may have a personal relationship with God and that they may be united one with another. We pray for those of our friends and family who are ill, that they may have the care and the support that they need on a day-to-day basis. We pray for those young people who have gone to university or left home for the first time. Lord, there are so many prayers that the prayer team on Monday have prayed through and other opportunities for us to continue, Lord, to pray. Lord, we thank you for those lists of names that we have in the church to pray for one another. Lord, we thank you for those special moments where we have prayed individually and in groups. Lord, we thank you for the young people the other Friday who did those prayer stations. We thank you, Lord, that... Becky and others and Philippa were able to put that together for them. We thank you for Dave and for Martin and how they led us so sensitively and beautifully on Tuesday night in worship. Lord, we thank you for all the gifts in the church. We thank you, Lord, for all your blessings toward us. Lord, help us to stay connected, not only just to each other, but to you. Lord, we thank you for answered prayers. But Lord, build us up as a community of faith. That We'd continue to walk in your ways. And Lord, just excite us in some small way this week as we journey through our daily life. Lord, whether it's in the office, or it's at home, or it's at work. Lord, we just ask your blessing to be upon us, that you would lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to conclude our reflective service this morning by singing Praise My Soul, the King of Heaven. Dear Lord God, we just thank you for being able to praise you this morning. We thank you, Lord. It's a great day. Lord, just lead us by your spirit and by your word and just give us a word of comfort, we pray. Help us in all that we do and say and lead us on. Amen. 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 If you would uh, like prayer, you're more than welcome to come to the front. Sit. Ian and Virginia are able to pray with you. Please sit down. That's fine. Um, And just uh, two notices from me, um, just to let you know that um, if you know of anybody who would like to be a part of CLT, and you would like to nominate them, um, please would you um, email, or um, preferably email by 6 o'clock tonight uh, to Lynn, Uh, that'll be lovely. And just to let you know, um, on the 10th of December, so you can get in early on this one, because I've seen some Christmas decorations in a shop, which I won't mention just for the moment. Um, but uh, just to let you know that on the 10th of December at 4.30, we'll be having here um, Christmas Carols by Candlelight, so I just thought I'd let you know, put that in your diaries, but thank you.
1: Lead me to Jesus' feet. Cause me to worship and fear.